Have you ever read the entire book of Ruth? It is one of only two books in the Bible that are named after women. It's only four chapters, so I'm encouraging you to read it all. But even though we read it, sometimes we miss subtle clues that are there, right? I mean, everyone wants a Boaz in their life. Not everyone wants to position themselves to experience the great results that Ruth had, though. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you the secrets that Ruth would tell you about being found by a high-quality man. Have you come to the point in your life where doing that work, church, home, repeat just isn't working for you anymore, and you know there's got to be more to life than this? Then, girl, you've come to the right place. I'm Kimberly Knight, and this is The Physician Podcast. As a certified coach, consultant, author, and speaker, I've had the privilege of helping women to position themselves for success in life, love, and business. So if you're ready for some wisdom wrapped up in a little bit of girlfriend, join me and other experts each week as we give you the conversation, coaching, and keys you need to take you to your next steps. Welcome to the Position Podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Knight. And today we're talking about what Ruth would tell you about being found by a high quality man. So let's get right to it. First, she would tell you to put yourself in the space and place to meet the right person. Being in places where godly people are and not just church. There are other things like concerts, classes, life groups. How about this one? College classes. I will tell you, a lot of people meet their spouse in college classes, and they're not just for 20-year-olds, ladies. Don't You don't have to write me about that one, right? <laughs> there are all kinds of things that you can learn and grow and do. And not only are you expanding your horizons, but you're more likely to meet a man organically if you're not sitting home all day. That said, you want to make sure that you are going to classes, events, and things like that that are not normally attended by women right? Or a lot of women. For instance, golf tournaments. Golf tournaments are mainly men. Now, of course, some of them are going to be married, but ladies, it's much easier to meet a man organically if you are going where they hang out. Go to those golf tournaments and make sure that you're dressed confident and cute. You just never know who you can meet or who can introduce you to someone. All right, here's another one. Ruth would tell you that you need to move spaces places, cities, towns, maybe even countries. For some of you, God's been encouraging you for a while to move, to move cities or move to a different part of your city or to change states or locations or jobs. Dare I say, even hobbies or churches, he's been telling you to move on to something new. And I know it may be uncomfortable, but if God is telling you to do something, it is because there's something connected to it that he wants you to experience. So there's always a blessing connected to obedience. Now with Ruth, she actually moved back with Naomi when Naomi went back to Bethlehem, right? So she had to leave her country. She left her people. She left her religion. I'm definitely not telling you to leave your faith. What I am saying to you is sometimes you have to make a radical move in order to meet a high quality man. And if God has been speaking to you, talking to you, asking you to move, to change a job or change where you live or attend church, you need to listen because your blessing is attached to it. All right, let's look at something else Ruth would tell you. 
Ruth would also tell you that sometimes the right person is right in front of you and you might not see it. Now, we know that she did not approach Boaz in any way that was romantic until Naomi told her to. I don't even know if she thought about it, but definitely the Bible doesn't record that she thought about it or made any advances towards him. And we know that to be true because Boaz actually said it. Listen, go back and read the book of Ruth. There's only four chapters. Go back and read it all. Here's the thing. She didn't see him that way. She saw him as being very generous by leaving her handfuls on purpose so that she would be able to glean enough to feed herself and her mother-in-law. She did not see him as a romantic prospect. She didn't see anyone as a romantic prospect. He makes comment on that, right? That she didn't reach out to any man, whether he was poor or rich or young. It didn't matter to her. She was just conducting herself, doing her business, taking care of her family and whatnot. So she didn't see him that way, but Naomi did. And let me tell you, Naomi is bad. She is the original relationship coach. She coached this woman right on through. And I have to tell you, Ruth would definitely tell you to get a Naomi. Get a Naomi. You need someone who can see the less obvious choice. You need someone who'd go and tell you, girl, go perfume yourself, put on the red dress, go into that shower with your loofah and get all that dead skin off. After all, you know, she had been out in the field for weeks, weeks in the hot sun. So she was sweaty. Okay. She needed to get her hair done. I know her nails were a mess, right? So there was a lot of stuff that, you know, went on behind the scenes. Now it's not all about lips, hips, and fingertips, but it's some of it. She definitely needed clean clothes and a bath. So Naomi told her these things. She told her what to do. And Naomi gave her a very uncommon instruction. And I want to caution people about this, right? Because the other thing I think Ruth would tell you is that you've got to be proactive. Girls, I don't know about this interpretation we have of Proverbs 18.22. He that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Now, some of us think that means we just lay back and hope he comes. Uh, mm -mm. What in the Cinderella fantasy is going on? That's not the case. When we look at the two women that most of us hold up about being very supernatural marriage meetings, right? Or serendipital marriages. It's Ruth. And Esther and both of those women were proactive. When I say proactive, I don't mean unseemly. They were also both very obedient to people who were in authority over them and were monitoring them and accountable to them. When Naomi gave Ruth this uncommon instruction, it could have been seen by other people as being scandalous. She told Ruth, wait until he has finished the harvest. Wait until he has had the party and his heart is full and his belly is full and he's had a little wine. So he's feeling good. And then when he goes in to lay down, that's when you lay at his feet and ask him to cover you. Now, listen, listen, that's an uncommon instruction. And we don't see anyone else in the Bible receiving that instruction. When you want to do things that are outside of the norm in your relationships, just double check with someone who has the authority in your life to say no, N-O, and someone who knows you, K-N-O-W. And if you're going to do it and they don't agree with it, double check. You also want to not only pay attention, but what I always say, pray attention. 
sometimes an uncommon instruction is necessary to move a relationship forward. But you always want to double check and make sure that your uncommon movement is still wise. Naomi had her to do it in a wise way. Okay. So that wasn't in my notes. I just felt like y'all needed to know that. Hallelujah. Okay. Another thing you want to keep in mind is that even if you don't have the greatest relational history, Ruth would want you to know it doesn't mean that your future relationships can't be wonderful. Ruth was a Moabitess, right? So they believed in all kinds of pagan gods. They had child sacrifice. They had temple prostitutes. I mean, they were lascivious. It was terrible. However, when she married into Ruth's family, she took on the ways of Jehovah. She became a righteous woman. Her reputation was improved by the time she came back to Bethlehem because we see that Boaz shares that. The great thing about that is even though she had grown up in this society that didn't value marriage, that didn't value holiness, that didn't even understand holiness and righteousness and the ways of the Lord, when she came under Naomi's tutelage, her heart was changed, her mind was renewed, and she was transformed into a new creation. So the woman that she was in Moab is not the woman that we see in Bethlehem. You can have a Bethlehem experience too. So don't discount yourself or exclude yourself or have the thought that you can't get married because of your past relationship fails or your past relationship challenges or your situationships, right? You can still get married and have a wonderful God-honoring marriage. Remember, Ruth is part of the lineage of Jesus. Just want to put it out there. Here's something else Ruth would tell you if she was talking to you about being found by a high-quality man. Don't broadcast a relationship until you're sure it's permanent. You know, the day that she uncovered his feet to cover me, he immediately, he was like, absolutely, I'm glad you asked. I am going to go to the town elders and take care of this business. There is someone else who is a closer kinsman redeemer than me. So I've got to go to the elders and work this out. I will take care of this today. She didn't run out and go, oh, let me tell you, girl, what's going on. She didn't post it on Instagram. She didn't put it on her Facebook account. She went straight home to Naomi. And Naomi said, wait here. He'll settle this matter quickly. Don't worry. It'll be done today. Yes. So I'm saying to you, you don't need to tell everyone. You only need to tell the people who need to know. I have seen way too many people post things on their social media about their new relationships way too fast. And then if it doesn't work out or it doesn't quite go the way they want it to, people are asking. The other thing that I'm not a fan of, you know, putting your relationship out there too soon is because then it gives people an opportunity to chime in. As if you posting a picture is their cue to factor in on the relationship, right? Like I have an opinion. Everyone's got an opinion. It's like a nose. Everybody's got one. But it doesn't mean that you need to give everyone access to your relationship. And I honestly think sometimes relationships don't work out because there's too many voices speaking into it. So give your relationship a chance to gel. Give your relationship a chance to progress before you invite other people and their opinions into it. That does not mean to isolate yourself. I still believe you must have accountability partners 
and one or two peers also who will hold you accountable as well as have fun with you, right? You still need some girlfriends to buy you lipstick and to come smell your roses and help you eat your candy. Okay. You want to do that, but that doesn't mean you have to post on Facebook and let everybody know, I got a man. Uh uh, don't do that, girls. Mm -mm. So here's something else Ruth would say the right one is going to protect you and your reputation. I am telling you what I know. Look at Boaz. He sends her back to Naomi before daylight. He sends her off so that no one would see that she had been on the threshing floor because he didn't want people talking about her. He makes mention that she had a great reputation before people and everyone was talking about what a good and faithful daughter-in-law she had been to Naomi and he didn't want her reputation to be sullied. That's what we're talking about, girls. That's what good leadership looks like. That's what a good man looks like. He sought to cover her and he didn't even want to give the hint of impropriety. So when I see men that expose some of their wives' secrets or girlfriends' secrets on social media to shame them because their feelings are hurt, that's a red flag for me. A man who loves you is going to seek to protect you and your reputation. Ask Boaz. And Joseph did the same thing for Mary too. Lastly, I think that Ruth would tell you, learn how to follow instructions. Naomi and Ruth had a Titus 2 relationship, right? So go back and read Titus 2 because Titus 2 says that older, more mature women need to train younger women how to be wives, how to mind their own business, take care of their families and things of that nature. When Naomi gave Ruth an instruction about how to proceed with Boaz, she followed it. When Boaz asked her to leave before daylight, take this gift back to your mother-in-law and wait until I settle the matter, she followed his instructions, right? So she began following his leadership from the very beginning. Girls, don't give me pushback when I say, part of being a really great wife is learning how to follow his leadership. He was not rough with her. He was not disrespectful or dishonoring. All of his instructions, all of his direction was about protecting her, her relationship, and their future. She followed it. I am telling you, there is a blessing in fellowship. And I know some of you, like me, are leaders, but the greatest leaders are also pretty good followers. So you want to make sure that if you get an instruction, if you get a request, and it's reasonable, and it's not pulling you away from the things of God, right? It's not calling you into sin. Follow the darn instruction. We don't have to push back on everything. Sometimes we just need to follow the leader. That's what I think Ruth would tell you about being found by a quality man. I would love to hear from you. My contact information is in the show notes. Be sure to like and share the podcast. Until next time, be wonderfully blessed. Bye now. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening so you never miss one. I would love it if you would share the podcast with your friends, post about it on Facebook and Instagram, or leave a review. That way you can help me to bring you more great content and expert guests. Until next week, be blessed. Be blessed.